Welcome back to the Pro Series Podcast. This is episode 86, and today's guest is Lisa Arnold. She is the owner of Fabulously Flipped here in Pittsburgh. She flips furniture, refaces cabinets, and does it all. We talk about it all, how she got into it, what exactly she does. She gets into some technical um, knowledge of behind the painting, the finishing of furniture and cabinets. Um, but before we get into the episode, please like, subscribe, and review this podcast on wherever you listen to podcasts. It truly helps the success of this podcast. And now I hope you enjoy episode 86 with Lisa Arnold. Lisa, thank you so much for hopping on the Pro Series podcast today. Excited to talk to you about your company and your expertise. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm I'm excited. Yeah, I always start off on how I found the guest, and we found each other on social media. In Small World, we're actually from the same area, so it was kind of cool to. I don't get a, I don't get to interview a lot of people in the Pittsburgh area. It's getting more and more, but it's cool that you do something totally different than any other guest I've ever had. Um, and I want you to explain that to the, um, everybody and then your name of your company. Um, but before that, um, I want you to just name off your social media tag and your company name. Sure. So it's Fabulously Flipped. And on Facebook, it's at fabulous, Fabulously Flipped. On Instagram, it's at Fab Flipped. And then we just launched our website, which is fabulouslyflipped.com. We were lucky enough to get that domain name. So... How hard is it to get a domain name for you, a website? I've never actually done that. It's it, it really depends on what you're trying to, to go about. I mean, if it's really, really obscure, you have a little bit of an easier time. Mm -hmm. I thought this might be hard because there's a couple other companies across the country that do what I do and have names similar, you know? So, but I lucked out and um, we're, we're pretty excited about the, the website. So Yeah, well, let's jump into it. How did you start your company and why did you start your company? Was it always something you were interested in? Well, I come from, I want to say kind of like an artsy family. My mom was in arts and crafts um, and decorating. And my sister owns um, an interior design company here in Pittsburgh. You know, when I was preparing for this um, podcast, I was thinking, you know, I come from a pretty entrepreneurial family. Yeah. Um, my father had his own business. My mother was a real estate agent. Um, and both of my sisters have their own businesses. We just kind of we like to work for ourselves. I don't know how else to put yeah. it. <laughs> I, I kind of combined my passion for the painting and the, the flipping, um, you know, with that spirit. I yeah, you, you have the pride and you want to work for yourself and show off your work ethic. Yes, yes. We, we, we uh, I would say that's one thing my parents instilled on all of us. I think we're all hustlers, pretty hard workers, um, and I'm proud of that. Okay, yeah, so when did you start Fabulously Flipped? Um, well, I started back in 2018. I did refinished furniture here for a local um, upcycle store, if if, if uh, that's how you would call it. Can I okay. share the name? <laughs> Absolutely, shout it out. Well, it's called Modern Yesterdays. It's on Route 910 in Gibsonia, and there's six or seven vendors in there, and I'm one of them for furniture. And I really, really enjoyed doing it and as the years have gone on I've enjoyed it more um I went off on my own almost a year ago with fabulously flipped I still provide furniture for that store and I'm in another store up in Saxonburg where I sell furniture 
I'll, I'll do a shout out for them. That's 1832 Marketplace on Main. Um, but, you know, as in the last year, it's just it's really progressed. Um, we've moved into kitchen cabinet painting. We have moved into commission pieces. So I'm going into homes now where they want to change like their whole family room. Mm. And they have me come in instead of buying, you know, they bought the new recliner, the new couch, all that, but they don't want to replace all their furniture. Um, so we're doing that. And we also just launched a painting of ceramic towel flooring in bathrooms. Oh, okay. That was just launched yesterday. That's on the website. So we've kind of, like, you know, we've, our menu has grown, if you will. Mm -hmm. Tell me about the ceramic flooring. That's something that I am not really familiar with. I think people have misconceptions of it, but I, how does the quality of painted ceramic do you have to prep the ceramic before you paint there's it a well there's a prep process with everything and if you skip okay. on that you can't produce quality material um so on the ceramic towel flooring it's a you know it's a sand we use a grip an ultra grip if you will um we prime it we paint it we will stencil it if you like that's okay. the other thing be patterned um and then the top coat process is you know you got to top coat it very well I did my powder room just uh, four years ago. We were just looking at it. My husband and I were like, it just, it still looks like I just did it. So I'm like, I need to be offering this because people just don't want to bring the old jackhammer in, because, mm -hmm. you know, the tile out of the bathroom, but they want a new look. So it's pretty, um, I mean, besides the fact you can't walk on and it's a pretty easy thing for the homeowner. You know? Absolutely. That's probably something misconception off of like, you know, social media and stuff. People are doing it without the prep work or the proper um, material or the proper, like, you know, again, probably mm -hmm. the top coat or something. Um, and that's probably what we're seeing all the bad um, mishaps and bad home mm -hmm. renovation projects. I always say when I get to the actual painting project, process rather like when we do kitchen cabinets when I get ready to do, first start spraying I'm just like so excited and so happy that I got to that point it's just a lot of work on the front end you know yeah what what's your favorite um piece of the company that you like to do the most loaded question <laughs> it, it is a loaded question I mean you got to wear all the hats right yeah, so I, I'm doing the social media I'm doing the pricing I'm doing the quoting I really enjoy meeting people. Um, you could probably ask any one of my friends and they'll tell you like I'm a big time people person. So I love going in and and honestly meeting new people of all different ages. We have and we make I make it fun. We have fun. Yeah. So what's harder, creating the pieces for the masses of sell in the store or to actually create something customized for a client when you're going into their home and using their own furniture? I would say the mass for the masses. I mean, when I go into the homes, um, you know, they send me pictures ahead of time of the piece and of the area surrounding the piece. Mm. And then I put my thinking cap on and go in and give them some options. But between the two of us, we know ahead of time what I'm doing and, you know, pretty close to what the outcome is going to be. Yeah. But when I, when I do pieces for the stores or on social media, it's just funny. I don't know. You've, probably learn this you got to play a little bit with social media you know you'll put a piece up for two hundred dollars and it doesn't sell for maybe three weeks and then you relist it for 190 you know and the yep. next day and the next day it's gone it's it's hysterical it's a game it's a little bit of a game it's time consuming but 
but I feel you need to do it. Absolutely. So are you doing just paint or are you used doing stain as well? Well, we do a stain and finishing oil on the tops of some of the pieces. And, and if we're doing dressers, it might be on the drawers. We do sometimes leave exposed wood. So we want to do a hemp oil or a, um, a staining finishing, even if it's clear on top of that. Mm -hmm. um, but and we and I use two different types of uh, paint, uh, depending on what I'm doing. So kitchen cabinets, I'm a Benjamin Moore girl. If I can have a little plug for them. They just have an incredible paint that I can't find anywhere else. And then on the furniture, we're using fusion paint. It's a mineral paint out of Canada. Okay. Um, and you, you can only get it at three different um, locations here in Pittsburgh. Um, but I won't use anything else on furniture. I've just found that to be. Um, it's just like butter when it goes on. It's self-leveling for all those painters out there and quick dry time and the whole thing. So yeah, there's a whole science to this that no one really thinks of. And, you know, you see them on TV or you see them in, on social media, just slapping some furniture together, painting it and calling that upsailing. But like you are, you just talked about a bunch of scientific stuff that, <laughs> that no one's actually thinking about. Um, which is great. That's why someone would hire someone like you to do their furniture or buy from you. Yeah, I, 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 I want to sound, let me say this. I mean, I'm self-educated, truthfully. I mean, I'm constantly reading, constantly asking questions. Um, even with where I get my paint from the suppliers, I'm constantly talking to them. I mean, like you said, it's a process and you want to do it right. Yeah, and you need to be when you're an entrepreneur and you're owning your own business because that's when people pass you up and um, you fall behind. Yes, you got to be. It's just con I consider it continuing ed, continuing ed. Um, there's not a ton you have to be. You have to be. You have to really look hard, you know, for furniture painting. But there's actually um, big conventions, you know, throughout the United States for this. Um, so I'm looking forward to attending some of those. Yeah. Do you ever go to trade shows and sell, or is it just mostly just going to customers' houses? I have to tell you now, I don't have a whole lot of time for that, Eric. I'm, oh, I, I have been blessed. The, yes, I have been blessed the last couple of months. Um, um, learning time management pretty pretty well. Um, and I don't think those would be. I don't know. I mean, I guess I would go to showcase my work if it was the right thing. Mm -hmm. um, but it's not like I'm bringing in spices or clothing or anything. I got to bring in big pieces of um, furniture to sell to it. So it's not as easier. Yeah. It's not as easy as other, um, other vendors. So. Yeah. Do you team up with, I know you said your um, sister is an interior designer. Do you team up with other um, creative minded people like designers and stuff and that they could use you as um, part of their jobs if they're refacing a kitchen or a bathroom or something? I came up with my sister. Okay. <laughs> Let me just say that. I mean, she's been really good with me. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good with colors, but um, she knows it much better than I do. Um, so I do go back and forth, forth with her a little bit, and she's, you know, pretty helpful. I would really like to establish some relationships with some flippers, house flippers. That would be, be perfect, yeah. It, it would be perfect. Um, and I'm working working a little bit on that right now. I mean, there's, you know, like I said, the cabinets, the flooring, the bathroom vanities. I mean, all those things could be flipped instead of replaced for a much better price to make the flip more worth it, you know? Oh, 100%. Yeah, and that's, 
I mean, that's the best thing about social media nowadays. You could, there's so many flippers just in the Pittsburgh area that you could reach out to. That's how we get a lot of our business now. Yep. yep. I'm, I'm looking at your website right now and it's, it's pretty good. It has literally everything you, the process of painting, um, pricing, everything. It's a great laid out website. Usually um, smaller companies, you know, they don't have everything, but you said you just launched it. Um, we launched it maybe a little over a week ago. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of it. Like you said, I think it's pretty comprehensive. The one area that I struggled with was should I list my pricing? But I know from doing this now, as long as I've been doing it, that those are the those are the starting prices that I feel comfortable with them. So they may change if the piece needs repair work or um, we're doing a different type of finish on top. Mm-hmm. But um, and and how ornate the piece is as well. But um, I, I'm I hesitated, but I'm glad I put it there because I think it's like when you go shopping and the prices aren't on anything. A lot of times, people just won't ask. Yeah, yeah. I don't, it filters out some customers for you that are just not um, meant for you. And it also probably answers some of the questions that are people that might not want to call you because they don't, they might think you're too high end. They have or, no idea, or, right? Yeah. They yeah. don't know. Um, and this just gets them, yeah, just a starting point. It gets them to um, start thinking about the project. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. So, I mean, so furniture when did you move into the kitchen cabinet space because that's a big space to be in right now it's a big space i moved in there late last year late in 22 and um yes uh referrals are coming now it's it's pretty cool and i feel our prices are fair um and you know when you look into new kitchen cabinets or having the cabinets and drawers refaced it's uh, so it's a lot and a lot of people can't afford that. And a lot of people don't want the disruption. When we leave, one thing I pride myself on is when we leave a job, you can cook that night. You can do whatever you want in that kitchen. I mean, you can't get crazy with smoke and high fumes and all that. But um, you don't even really know that we were there except the doors and the drawers are. Because we take those to an off-site location to spray. Oh, okay. So when when it comes to the rest of the job, so counters or hardware or anything are you doing any of that or are you strictly just doing the cabinets i am referring the countertops to people i know in the industry yeah and um hardware that's you know i'll, I'll discuss that with the client but usually right. they go ahead and they get that if we have to drill new holes we drill new holes i'm surprised how many cabinets don't have handles on them but these we're talking these are older ones good quality but with a coat of, you know, with paint and with hardware, they look like they're brand new. Yeah. You know? Something that um, media, not just social media, but TV and stuff has taught us that once a cabinet looks old or, you know, out of style that we need to get all new. Um, and that's the societal thing. But some of these cabinets that are made in like the 80s, 70s, 60s, the construction of them do not come, they don't even come close to the construction nowadays. Correct. Correct. And I will tell you, I'm getting calls from people that did get quotes to get their kitchen cabinets. <laughs> it's like, it's some of it's just like, I don't want to say laughable, but kind of, and then they have to wait months. It can't find con- like a contractor possibly. So it's just easier to have us come in and give them a, you know, a refresh. Absolutely. Do you do anything if 
if they want to get a new cabinet or something, would you add a new cabinet or help them? Well, I have a, um, I have a, uh, somebody that I work with him and okay. I, and he actually, believe it or not, just refaced our kitchen cabinet doors and drawers in our home only because they had been painted so many times prior to us moving in. I just said, I want new ones. He did a fabulous job and he does do custom work and he was extremely reasonable. So yes, I have a couple connections. So you're basically, you're connected. So you're basically in one-stop shop because if you can't do it, you will find someone for sure. it. Sure. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty connected. I just got back this afternoon. You may know of this group for women's business. Oh yeah. Small Absolutely. business association. So I'm a part of that. Um, making a lot of new contacts. I, I would say that is has been good for me. Social media has been good for me and word of mouth. But I think you follow my Instagram page. I'm on a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's um really, really helping get the word out there. Oh yeah. Social media, I always say it's a free marketing tool. It blows my mind that some people don't use it, especially small businesses. Like you could you, you could hire someone to help you but um like if you know what you're doing it's really is not it doesn't you don't need to be a rocket scientist to be able to do it um just yeah. know yeah. what your audience wants you just need the time you know yeah. that's what you need so inconsistency and consistency yes that's for sure key. yeah absolutely well Thank you so much, Lisa, for hopping on. I This was a great talk. Um, hopefully, I always tell my guests, like, we need to hop back on and do something else. You bring something else to your company and your service. We'll do that. Um, it's a weekly podcast. So obviously. thank you so much. Thank you. It was really nice to be on here. I appreciate it. Yeah. And then I want to finish on mention one more time your um, social media tags and your website name. So Facebook is at Fabulously Flipped. Instagram is at fabflipped, and then the website is fabulouslyflipped.com. Awesome. Well, thank you, Lisa, so much for hopping on the Pro Series podcast. Okay. Thank you so much, Eric. Have a good night.